previously on the Simply Human Podcast. So I learned all the presidents today and I was having Rick quiz me. Is that something good to do? Memorize stuff, learn stuff, using your brain? What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. You know, uh, it's just like any muscle, right? Uh, If you don't use it, it's going to atrophy. It's episode 178 of the Simply Human Podcast with your host, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, we have Dr. Carolyn Dean. She has been in the forefront of health issues for over 30 years and is the leading expert on magnesium. She's, well, a, me- she's a medical learn about magnesium. magnesium. She's a medical doctor, naturopath, herbalist, acupuncturist, nutritionist, and inventor. She's like Thomas Edison who has authored and co-authored over 35 books, including The Magnesium Miracle, IBS for Dummies. That's like you should do that. Excuse you're a dummy. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Very nice of you. <laughs> anyway, we will talk to Carolyn. She, we actually had her on the schedule many weeks ago, and then like she had some sort of catastrophic computer issue, and we got her back on here. So um, I've had those before, too. So Yeah, and I will say this. Whenever, if you listen to the last episode and I mentioned something about, oh, we double booked. Oh, no, we didn't double book. Yeah. It was not our mistake. We are we are still in good standing with the podcast. <laughs> now everyone can, uh, hold Rest the, easy. can release their collective breath here. Yes. If you didn't make a mistake. <laughs> but before we talk about my snake, I want to just very quickly. What? She said. Huh? Um what? To talk about, if you don't listen to Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history, and I'm, I'm not talking you, you, Rick. I'm talking about you, anyone who's listening to this. Stop what you're okay. doing. Stop this podcast. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, not, not you, Rick. Yeah, I need you to continue recording. Um, and go listen to, the, there's three seasons. The last, uh, the, 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 the last one I listened to is a two-parter, basically explaining why Brian Williams, like, total lie- that he told that got him basically fired from his job. Remember all that a few years ago? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was not like a lie in any way. It was a total, it happens to everybody. Like, it expl- it's so interesting. Like, you got to listen to it. It's great. Revisionist history, Malcolm Gladwell. He's incredible. Rick, have you, did I, sh- did I send you a picture of my snake? <coughs> Hashtag uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a picture that I have not developed for what 15 years. <laughs> that that hey, you that you yeah, took hey, while okay, I was stop, asleep. Stop, okay, stop stop your snake story very quickly. You have got to somehow befriend someone at like a Walgreens <sighs> and like be like, "Hey, listen." Where in like I, Florida or somewhere like I don't Oh, I just uh, it could just be somebody like. Ooh, you somebody. know what I may do? We're going to South Texas uh, to the coast in August. What if I took that with me and, like, while we were there, just took it to like a Walmart and had them like develop the pictures? Where like, there's no way anybody knows me because there's some pictures, some terrible pictures that Rick took while I was asleep on his like in his bachelor party that I haven't developed. I barely. I mean, it's been so long ago. Yeah. It's been 13 years, but like. <laughs> I only vaguely remember about that, but that sounds like something we would do. So, okay, yes, let's do that, yeah. and let's do an unveiling of <laughs> pictures that are... <laughs> I'll get doubles, or, and I'll send you 
like the, <laughs> the copies and we'll and we'll look at them like together like for okay. the first time that, okay that, oh that's what you do okay? okay that's what you do okay get them all developed don't look at them okay then we look at them together and oh. we make a video of me and you looking at these pictures <laughs> together okay we got it um it's gonna be well, let's talk about uh your i'm sorry I mean, my, snake. what okay so we live in the very last house north and east in, of no. the city limits, right? So north of us is just miles and miles of pasture. East of us is miles and miles. It's like you're you're not in the city anymore. Like so, there's just fields. There's like cows every morning. I open the garage door, and there's like cows like right there across the fence, like right there. So <sighs> there are rattlesnakes. We are like Sweetwater, which is if you watch Westworld, the the town in Westworld is Sweetwater. Did you know that? That that the name of the town is Sweetwater, it's the, but it's yes. based on but it's based on like Sweetwater, Texas. Nah, yeah. I'm gonna have to see some sort of verification. Google it. I looked it up. I found it. Oh, it's, okay. Well, the internet won't lie to us. No. Yeah. So I I interneted it. So anyway, um, and so the largest like rattlesnake roundup in the world is in Sweetwater every year. It's a big thing, and they go round up rattlesnakes, and it's like the mecca of rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes will kill you. Um, they're very dangerous. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, they're very dangerous. Uh, we live close to a hospital, so I mean, if I got bit by a rattlesnake, I probably wouldn't die. Um, but it would. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> probably. I feel like we need to, to get you bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah, just prove prove my it, hubris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have killed. Uh, up until this story that I'm about to tell you, I have killed four rattlesnakes on my property. Two in the driveway, one on the front porch, one on the back porch. Uh, you have got to move! I know. Move! You have but, to move. But, you have to move. But we're like, they're everywhere in Abilene. Like, if you live you in Abilene... away from Abilene. No. Like, that's messed up. You have um, bobcats. They don't, like, crawl around in my garage. <laughs> well, I never had one breach the perimeter of the house until oh, God. Wednesday. Okay? So, listen. So, I have this little BB slash pellet gun. It's a little, I don't know, uh, like a pump. I'd know the, the the brand if you'd said it. It's like the Academy. It's like the number one. Awesome. What? Rossman? Maybe something along... The, I don't know. It's like this pump... I've set up. I don't even know if that's a brand. That is, I think that is a brand, actually, because oh. <laughs> I did some shopping a- after this happened. So every snake that I've killed on my property, so there, up to this point, it was four rattlesnakes and one, uh, uh, like a water snake that happened, like, uh, what in the world? Like, there's no water in Abilene. Why would there be a water snake out here? It was my great dumbass. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and so... Uh, every one of these snakes that I've killed with this pellet gun is like, it's like one shot with a pellet. This, these pellets are fairly devastating. I mean, you can kill like little rodents and squirrels and things with them. I mean, it's not, you would not want to like shoot your buddy as like a joke with one of these pellets. Like it would break through the skin, right? It's like a, it's not a BB, but it's, I mean, it's not like a 22. I would want to, but you shouldn't. Right, right. So. I definitely want to shoot you right in your rear end with this. With one of these. Yeah. Well, the, the. The pellets are, are, are good. One shot snake. I shoot maybe maybe one more time just to be sure, and they die. The biggest snake that I've killed is like maybe two feet. Maybe. Like a foot and a half has, has been like probably the average. So I uh, go to bed uh, last Wednesday. You're give me a panic attack with the story, by the way. Do what? You're going to give me a panic attack well, telling the story. Okay, so 
I go to bed. This is last Wednesday. We're recording this on Tuesday. This is almost a week ago. I go to bed. It's like 10 o'clock. Jen was out, uh, not at home. Kids are in bed, around, huh? gallivanting in Abilene, as she does, uh, earning a little cash on the side. Um, don't know what that means. Uh, was, Would what? you like to explain? No, I, uh, this is going on with the story. So the garage door hmm. opens. I'm sound asleep. All I know is about 10.30, Jen runs in and says, <laughs> it's like screaming hysterical, get your, get your pellet gun, there's a snake. So, of course, I spring into action. I get the pellet gun. And this pellet gun, it's like one of those things where you like, you like pull the little plastic bolt action <laughs> back, you know. And like with the pellet, with BBs, you just feed them in and then, and then they're just in there. With the pellets, it's like a one shot. You've got to get it in there just right. It's, there's one direction that it goes. And so, you know, so I, so I put, this is probably really stupid, but I put like, a, whenever I go snake hunting around the property, I'll put a bunch of these pellets like in my mouth, like, like put them like where you would hold a dip, which is probably really stupid because they're made out of lead. Probably shouldn't eat those. Yeah. But yeah, that's a terrible plan. I know. Okay. So I load one in and this thing is like laying, it was laying across the garage, like inside the garage. So when she opened the garage door, it was laying inside the garage. Okay, so when me and the kids like came home earlier that night and walked in, that friggin' snake was in that garage because we immediately closed oh, the garage. It was like probably curled up in the corner, and who knows? Had it been in there for a day, two days? Who knows? Oh, so my. it was fa- oh. it was fairly large. It was larger than than the other ones that I've killed. So I I pumped this thing up. It's not rattling or anything. It's just laying there, and I shoot it, and it kind of looks over at me. Like, why would you do that to me? Why would you shoot me like that? Like, it didn't even phase it, okay? How did you not just, like, so throw at this point and burn your whole house? So I shoot it again, and when I shoot it this time, now it turns, coils up, and, like, starts the, doing the... Like, God! nonstop Shit. rattle, like, okay? I am, like, I'm literally sweating <laughs> while you're telling this. Like, this is... I can't do this. So he, he goes to, and I have a dip a dip station. Like I have, you know, my home gym is like in the garage. So I have a dip station with a with a like a plate, a, a metal plate like in the corner, and it crawled up and it curled around behind that. So I couldn't get to it. So all I could see of it was like the thickest part of its body, and I shot it about ten times, and the pellets were just like bouncing off of it. Oh my god! They weren't even pinning, and I was, and I was like, I'm, you know, encountered a like a super snake, yeah, like raised in a right. Well, and and it's so funny, like the way that I imagine, like, and, and then I, I'm like, okay, by this time, I'm starting to kind of freak out. My hands are shaking, like I feel like a Civil War soldier taking on enemy fire, trying to like load my musket, you know, like putting the thing down. And I keep, <laughs> I keep like dropping the pellet, and I've got to get another one, and that one falls off, and it goes in the wrong way, and I've got to dump it back out, and this snake is just like. <sighs> So it, finally, I I get it to like curl up in the in like this box. I've got like a box jump that I never used that was tipped over on its side. So it crawled up into there, and there's like a basketball and some other th- stuff in there. But I could, and of course the lights are off. And I've got like a my stream light flashlight like hold up next to this BB gun, and I finally got to where I could see its head and and shot it in the head a couple of times, and that killed it. Well, we stretched it out, and it was three feet four inches long. Um, had a, about like six or seven little segments on the rattle. It was a, it was a big one. Okay, they get way bigger out here. They get up to like five, six feet. Um, but that was that was a big one. And so I went the next morning, uh, 
to Walmart and I bought a Ruger Airhawk something or other two. It's like a brake action, barrel brake action, like gas powered pellet gun that it's way easier to load and it's way more powerful. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, that's not happening to me again. I'm not going to have pellets bouncing off of super snake. So, okay. So you said you had some unanswered questions. Well, that was, you answered all my questions, how you shot it Mm. or tried to. I didn't realize you used a pellet gun. I thought, I probably shot it 20 times, seriously. God. Like, I, I, I might, After, like, the second one, I would be like, well, <laughs> you just go outside and put the for sale sign right in the front yard and walk right down the street. Get all the kids up go. and pack your bags. Nope, well, nope, let me, they can, they're on their own. <laughs> There's a snake in the house. Well, let me ask you this, because Jen was like, what would I have done if you weren't here? Like, what if I was out of town and she opens the garage store and there's a snake like that? And I said... you. Curl up and die. Well, well, I this was the advice I gave her, and you tell me if this is if this is okay or not. Should she could she call nine one one? In all uh, honesty, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, what would they do? Like then, like, I mean, di- call, could dispatch call, call animal? animal okay, because so could dispatch like, like contact animal control? Because she'd be freaking out. Their kid, you know, she's worried about the kids. What you know? Then it's like, what if that thing had like crawled somehow, gotten into the house? Like now, of course. I mean, Stop! You oh. are you are about to make me freak out. <laughs> oh, and then there's that story of uh, you know the rattlesnakes that were in the toilet of that lady. Okay, that? we're done. We are finished yeah. talking about okay. snakes inside houses. Okay, okay. Did you see the 23 foot python that swallowed that woman whole? Okay, that doesn't bother me. Like I can, uh, like a, a python is not going to get me. I'm fine with a python. It got this it's very agile looking. 54 year old like Bhutanese Burmese something or other woman Bhutanese huh tell me more about that nationality Bhutanese. gonna look at the Wikipedia um, page real quick or Bhutan <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so I yeah I so I, I put the snake in a bucket because okay here's the other thing uh, I would snakes. put it in hell I would dig a yeah. hole to <laughs> all hell the way to hell dump the snake in hey so this is the thing so there is a uh, a landscaping <laughs> company here in town, and one of the guys was out uh, working. You know, they're out all day, so they see snakes all the time because they're out. You know, working in, in yards and stuff. He killed one, chopped its head off with a shovel, picked the head up on the shovel, and was gonna th- and was gonna throw the head like way out away from the body. You know, well, right before he flung his wrist to fling it, the head kind of started to fall down the shovel. So when he threw it, it like it hit his hand and it and the fangs like like pierced his hand it ba- it's basically the same thing as a rat i mean so it basically bit him no it's worse than a rattlesnake right. bite i've read about because then it just like, yeah the venom just like yeah kind of just inject a little tiny bit right. of venom but like the head's dead it has it's not regulating that it's right just dumping all of it in there oh god yeah that's pretty awful so um and there's one other thing i was going to say um about the snakes and the cutting their heads off uh well, I, I put it in a bucket and like threw it out of the bucket, so you know there was no risk of it like somehow getting my. But the craziest thing about stupid hell snakes is that for like ten minutes after it died, it still like moves and like when you're trying to like get it out, I was trying to get it out of the I'm box. I'm going to, to sleep tonight. I'm legitimately not going to be able to sleep if like, you keep telling me that like a dead snake yes, will move around a lot, sorry, a lot. Nope. And so Sorry. you're like you like kind of lifting it up and it moves and you're jeez and and it's like uh 
You know, so oh. if you the picture that I posted on Instagram, I had it. I had the head like pinned to the rubber flooring in our garage with my fixed blade knife, so that I could like pull the rattle out because it kept like coiling up, like it wouldn't just lay flat because it was still just like moving around. I did send it to Jason Seib. Jason is is quite the snake expert in a previous oh. life, and he was like a snake guy like uh that was his thing and he's still like big into tarantulas and stuff he has all the tarantulas and he even was like dang that's a big one so i thought if jason was impressed that was that was an impressive thing so anyway what's up for snakes oh god specifically anacondas um we should call what i'm here okay um all right Dr. Dean? Yes. We did it. But it's, we, I can't believe it. I'm here sweating. But well, that's because well, I live in Maui. Yeah. Hi, guys. Wait, were you, what were you going to say? I said Dr. Dean, what you, and you said it's, what were you going to say? It's Carolyn. All right, okay. We were going to be formal, but we have, we have passed <laughs> the formalities. Carolyn, it's, this is Mark, and Rick is my co host. Hi, Carolyn. It's nice to meet you. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day. We appreciate it very much. Oh, no problem, and I'm sorry, but whatever happened the last time. So, Mark, I've, I see your stuff on Simply Human. So, Rick, are you on that site, too, or are you elsewhere? Uh, I'm not anywhere. Like, uh, sometimes <laughs> I will write for, you know, I'll write something if the mood strikes me, but it's uh, not very often. In fact, it's been, like, probably three years since I've written anything. For yeah, the even, so like... I'm not in- and and Rick is in the uh, Dallas area, and I'm west of Dallas. And Rick, I don't know if you heard her, but she Carolyn is in Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> How do you say it? Some sort of crazy pronunciation. Hawaii. Hawaii. It's like yeah, Hawaii. But long- I, I'm in Maui. Actually, that's the best island. Do you live there, or do you just are you just visiting? Oh, yeah. No, permanently here. Been Gosh. here ten years. Left uh, New York after. The craziness there. Yeah. Poor and then you move to Maui yeah. and a volcano erupts. <laughs> Are you, is that, was that wasn't on the big island, was it? That was big island. But oh. what's crazy, Mark, is these poor people that are being forced out of their homes they built right underneath an active volcano that Mm. volcano has always been active so (laughs) they can't even get insurance so that tells you how bad Uh. their choice was and now you know they're they're suffering rick that's like that's like building a house right on top of a rattlesnake den Exactly. Okay, or, Carolyn, we were yeah. just talking about how Mark found a rattlesnake in his house, and he uh, is giving me a, he's trying five, to give me a panic attack. Five rattlesnakes. Five rattlesnakes, Rick. Oh, my uh, gosh. I heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible. All at different oh times. I live, out in West, I live out in West Texas. Rattlesnakes is just part of the deal. It's basic oh, cable mm-hmm. for West Texas. Mm-hmm. So. That's horrible, though. Gosh. I'd, ra- I'd rather have the lava, to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well, the lava is slow moving, right? right? You can see it coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, terrible. Carolyn, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I've got a bunch of questions I want to ask you, but let's hear oh, a, yeah. your story uh, and kind of uh, your background, how you got to where you are now. Sure, sure. I, um, I'm from Canada. I was interested in natural things, nutrition, etc. even before I went into medicine I was just doing I was doing an honors biology and then all the guys in my class ended up one day coming in with their their acceptance to medical school and I thought 
these jerks know nothing about anything. How can they be doctors? You can say so, that about most like groups of men. Uh, <laughs> these jerks know nothing about anything. That's pretty standard. <laughs> That's pretty standard. I know when I talk about misogyny and, and women say, oh, that's horrible. I say, every man is a misogynist. Mm-hmm. It's just in their genes. We just like to massage, to, and massaging is just part of our, our natural instincts, right? That's what yeah. you mean by massage therapist. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. They learn to live with it. We learn to live with it. So I I marched over to the the dean of medicine's office. Um, I was in a, thankfully, a school that had a medical program. And who did I find but my high school guidance teacher who told me I could be an executive secretary or a nurse. So I said to her, Miss Elliot, you have some explaining to do. So she helped, well, she just took my registration. I got into medicine the next semester because, you know, I just happened to have all the prerequisites. So it was, it was pretty awesome. I didn't, you know, I didn't spend 10 years sweating and thinking, oh, how am I going to get into med school? What are my grades like? It was, it was pretty awesome, really. And it was soul destroying going through medicine because they were, they were doing horrible things and they continue to do horrible things and they don't say anything about being simply human or doing anything uh, nutritional. We didn't learn anything about what, what I'm focused on now, which is remineralizing the body, treating yeast overgrowth and, and being, being human beings because we've allowed scientists to take over medicine take over our bodies and pretend like they know better than than our our genius body so anyway that's my story and i'm sticking with it there you go and then you're in hawaii so it's like you see you're like you're my idol because like you (laughs) jumped through the hoops to get your md so now you've got this credibility but you're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 see, this is all dumb. I did this, and this is not how you're going to do it. And then you just mm-hmm. were like, you know what? I'm moving to Hawaii. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there were some intervening years there, Mark and Rick. I um, I did my naturopathic training after I did the MD, so that was like a double whammy. But then when I was on national TV in Canada, that's this is back in the early 1990s, um, I get attacked for talking about sugar, saying bad things about sugar on uh, Canadian national TV, which which ended up in kind of a witch hunt where a couple of years after I left Canada to do AIDS, alternative medicine AIDS research in New York, my mother thought I was going there to be a missionary. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, a couple of years after uh, I left Canada, hey, wait, that's, that's, no, you were kicked out of Canada. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, they that's kicked right. you out for I, talking bad about sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was totally kicked out of Canada by myself and my husband. So, a couple of years after I left Canada, they um, they meaning my licensing uh, body, the College of Physicians and Surgeons in Ontario. They um, created this little Kafkaesque uh, uh, legal thing where they took away my non-existing medical license in Ontario just so they 
they could hmm. scare other doctors who oh. did alternatives. It's horrible. Yeah. I, you they, know, you weren't kidding. They really did attack you because uh, yeah. when you said like I went on Canadian national television and talked about sugar and uh, I got attacked, I was like, all right, I know a lot of Canadian people. <laughs> They're not bragging like montage. The Canadian version of attack is a lot different than what we call it down here in America, but it sounds like they legitimately actually attacked you. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. And it, it was just what it did on my end was make me a martyr. What it did on their end was, was give them reason to continue to just promote drugs and surgery as right. the only practice of medicine, which, which has gotten our countries, our populations. In, in such a mess. Actually, I'm an American citizen now. I have a U.S.-based uh, dietary supplement company, so I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to let Trump kick me out of Canada. <laughs> 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 and he's been good to me. You know, he reduced the corporate taxes from yeah. 35% to 21%. So I, I'm not complaining. Yeah. And he is like, if you you're speaking of naturopath and healthy, I mean the the picture of health. Um, just kidding. Okay, Rick is silent. Um, okay, so there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah. Go the ahead. first thing is this. Um, I anytime I take like magnesium, they have like the uh, the the the, uh, the magnesium that you put in like the water and it's and it fizzes and all that. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah, yeah. it makes me like poop like crazy. What's the deal with that? Well, it's it's not being fully absorbed at the cellular level. So it's just getting flushed out of the body. It's kind of the fail-safe of magnesium. If you if you take more than you're absorbing, then you get rid of it. The laxative huh. effect. So that's and, uh, is that a good mm-hmm. thing or a bad thing? Like, well, to me, it's a horrible thing yeah. because when when I realized I had real bad magnesium deficiency myself, heart palpitations, leg cramps neck pain, insomnia, muscle tension. <laughs> and I tried to take um, more magnesium than just one pill. I would get the laxative effect. Yeah. So it's horrible. And actually, I mentioned the dietary supplement company. I won't talk about products uh, too much, but 10 years ago, I, um, after I wrote the Magnesium Miracle book, which was almost 20 years ago now, for 10 years, I was trying to find um, um mineral dietary supplement company that would produce a non-laxative magnesium. And they said, no, it's too much work. (laughs) We can't be bothered. So I did it and I created a non-laxative magnesium to the point that people can take saturation doses of magnesium for their magnesium deficiency symptoms, of which I've found 65 diseases that correlate with magnesium deficiency. So we've got people out there taking dozens of drugs for conditions that are are really magnesium deficiency. And to me, it's just criminal because then the FDA <laughs> comes after me. Yes, Rick, I have a lot of people <laughs> coming after me. I'm sorry. They're like Frankenstein and all these people with the pitchforks <laughs> and torches. Yeah, oh, I know. To get you out. Frankenstein. That's- Oh, yeah, sorry. that's who I am. So <laughs> I've got these 65 conditions. So if I say on my website, we had to clean up our website. If I say on my website, well, you know, magnesium can help your atrial fibrillation, <laughs> which it can. It can help migraines. It can help the leg cramp. Anyway, 65 conditions. Um, they say, uh-oh, 
you're you're uh, giving illegal information to the public if you say that magnesium treats a disease you're making that into a drug and oh and it ha- it's not through the fda talking right? about a drug you have to do the billion dollar clinical trial yep. to, to prove that it's safe and effective which none of the drugs out there are safe or effective right. so what's the fda doing anyway so, so what is yeah, t- what is mag- magnesium why are we so deficient in it give us kind of the, the basics it's not in the soil anymore it's been farmed out and when you look at the fertilizers used to buy um, big agri-farmers, they're mainly nitrogen-based, you know, a bit of potash, a bit of nitrogen, and that is it. They do not put minerals back in the soil. Right. In Maui, as you can imagine, I live amongst 18 golf courses. Oh, man. On the golf course that I walk every morning before the balls start to fly, <laughs> I see the guy spraying the fields. And you think, well, okay, that's going to be a lot of chemicals. I go over and look at the barrels, and they're minerals. Seriously, the biggest barrel is magnesium because they know magnesium is the mineral in chlorophyll. So magnesium is necessary to make plants look good and taste good and everything. But a hundred years ago, the U.S. Department of Agriculture uh, was measuring 500 milligrams of magnesium in an average diet. Now we're lucky to get 200. And Hmm. since magnesium is absolutely necessary for 700 to 800 different enzymatic uh, processes in the body, including making your energy, making your heart beat properly. So magnesium is vital, 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 and we're not getting enough. None of us are getting enough. Even if, like like uh, you say, Mark, yeah, eat, eat a lot of plants, you know, do the paleo, although it sounds like you're doing keto, but do a lot of plants to get your minerals, right? Yeah. That's what we all think. But all the minerals aren't raw. in the plants anymore unless you're like... No. Growing them on a on a farm that you're putting the minerals back in or something. That's right. So I get these uh, young people now. They're all into raw and drinking their 40 ounces of green drink a day. And they're coming to me with heart palpitations and leg cramps. Right. But as soon as they take a good magnesium like mine, then those symptoms go away. They go real away real quick in healthy people. What about kids? But... Can kids? And kids, awesome. I mean, we we started on the magnesium with the ADHD um, autistic kids just by putting a couple of cups of Epsom salt in their baths. Really? And it was so. A, Epsom, a so Epsom salt is uh, Epsom salt bath is a good good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a magnesium sulfate. So it's a it's a type of uh, magnesium. It's absorbed through the skin. I mean, the skin absorbs huh. everything. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. And kids, what they need a bath every night, so right. you put in a cup of uh, Epsom salts. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, we've been we have those little what are they bath bombs uh, that are like Epsom oh, salt yeah, yeah. bombs you can put in there and they'll dissolve out and the kids think it's awesome and little do they know we're making them uh, healthier. Um, so, so answer me this, um, several years ago I did hot yoga down, down in Houston and I, and I, and I swat, is that the past tense of sweat? I swat 
Sweat you sweat Profu- yourself profusely. out of all your minerals. Well, yeah. then, but then I went uh, to a to a gym. Ricky will remember this. And I tried to one rep max bench press about an hour after this hot yoga class. And I dropped it on my chest, 300 plus pounds, and had to go to the emergency room and all that. Do you think that that accident was related in any way to the fact that I had just done hot yoga? (laughs) Well... Besides being stupid to do that. <laughs> Very, no, no. Idiot. Now, this, take the stupidity out of the equation. We're talking about hot yoga. So besides yeah. that, yeah. After hot yoga, you're a noodle. Yeah. You are totally a noodle. All your blood vessels are, are dilated. You know, your blood is all, I don't know. It's just crazy to go in into um, that type of weightlifting after your body's supposed to be in this incredible relaxed state. Right. So, yeah, That's that was so that was a dumb thing to do. Really stupid. But it, uh, you know, the point I make with people who do hot yoga and all these extreme sports, even CrossFit, yeah. Mark, and yes. it, you sweat your brains out. Right. <laughs> Yeah, literally. So what do you and do like, okay, after a <laughs> session like that, uh, yeah. my brains have been swat out. What do yeah. I do? Well, you want to be drinking not just to antidote your your um, exercise. You want to be doing uh, enough water with sea salt in it okay. every day to make up for the losses. and. I start with uh, the guideline of you take your body weight in pounds, divide that in half, and drink that many ounces of water right. a day. And every liter or quart of water, you put in a quarter teaspoon of a good sea salt. A good sea salt means it's something that, that has some coloration like to pink, it, which means pinkish? they haven't refined it. Mm? Like pinkish? Pink? Pinkish, yeah, yeah. pinkish. So, we, yeah, we get yeah. sea salt from, like, the natural grocers in Abilene. I, I don't want to ask this because I'm scared what you're going to say. What What are your thoughts on, like, the, the whole sparkling water movement with, like, basically the carbonated water? Good, bad? Um, yeah, apparently the carbonation for, for – uh, it can be too – alkaline in the in the stomach to create the carbonation it makes the water alkaline that's and the whole fad about alkaline water it's crazy making because you want your stomach to have acid hydrochloric acid <coughs> sorry yes so what do you like so if somebody is going to insist on drinking the sparkling water what do you what do you suggest stop doing it or make sure you also do blank well, I would do the blank. I mean, <laughs> I don't like telling people to stop doing anything. Yeah. I mean, when people come to us and they th- they say, <clears throat> well, if I take your minerals, should I stop on my drug? No, no, right, no. Right, right. Don't yeah. do that. You know, stay on your sparkling water. Stay on everything. And then uh, in my world, uh, mostly I'm telling people to take my remag magnesium. And as you start feeling better, it's like then maybe you won't need right. um, a medication that you're taking for a magnesium deficiency. You, you, the people that come to me and have been doing, I, I, I've been at this, I graduated in uh, 1979, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I've been at this a long time, yeah. let's just say that. Can- and what 
what people come to us with and you as a coach, they, they can be on, if not dozens of drugs, they're on dozens of supplements. Right. They, they read the hype and they think, oh, yeah, I really need that. And they take it and they're still falling apart. Yeah. So it's like, when are you going to stop taking it? Because it's not helping. So, so mm-hmm. I was, oh, was going to say good or bad. Lime, which is a fruit, which is good. Sea salt mm-hmm. in a Corona mm-hmm. light. Is that... Is that okay? Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's fine. <laughs> Poor guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> can I put can I put sea salt on the t- like a tip of a cigarette? Does that make the cigarette okay? Yeah. How does that yeah. work? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm taking a bunch of sea salt right now, and I'm cutting it up, and I'm snorting it like cocaine. Yeah. That's what I'm doing over That's here. why Rick is sneezing uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's very quickly, yeah. with the time we have left, let's talk about uh, like these detox programs, like Juice Fast. Because in another life, Carolyn, I did two 15-day Juice Fasts where I drank nothing but vegetable juice for 15 straight days. Tell, tell us about the horrific uh, repercussions of something like that. Because well, I lived it. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be difficult to get enough organic juice to do that, I think. So a lot of people, when they do those straight juice juices, like I said, the 40 ounces of green a day, right. if they're not organic, you are get, getting a lot of chemicals, mm. and you're not getting your minerals. You don't have the fiber. I would definitely say... Uh, People should be having uh, coffee enemas if they do something like that. But it's simplified lately. I I basically do uh, keto dine and intermittent fasting. I'm on the the second day of um, two-day fast right now. That's why I'm so hyper. (laughs) So that (laughs) with the... With the fat burning that we really want to achieve, you can only do that if you if you do stop carbs. Right. And I, I know you know that. Yeah. And what we're dealing with now is a population that I think there's 70% overweight and obese people in North America. Right. And that is killer. Yeah. People are just dying so it, the, the young people who are doing biohacking and all these crazy making things and they're forgetting the basics you guys fortunately are talking about the basics right and that's what we have to get back to and i'm i'm sort of rocking it back even farther and saying well you know the basic foods are pretty crappy so you really have to get good nutrients yeah see that's the and, other thing it's like okay yeah i'm gonna be basic well in this in this modernity that we've created around ourselves, we can't just rely on what our ancestors did. We have to, if we're going to live in a city that's going to bring vegetables in from who knows where, like you're going to have to do some other things. It's kind of like how I don't think that we need to like be at a point where we're all like counting our calories all the time. But like, oh, but but like, yeah. but it might for somebody who who has lost track of their food reward system is so short-circuited and they don't really know what healthy portions are, it might be a good idea to, to calorie count for a week just to see because of, because of all this craziness mm-hmm. around us. It's not what you should do from a sustainability standpoint, but it's like we have to kind of counteract this modernity in like, in like the zoo that we've created around us. And I think it's like having to take a magnesium supplement is a great example of that. Like we're not getting it in, mm-hmm. the, in, the, old, in the old way um, so yeah, so it's like, we can't just rely on, on spinach anymore, which kind of sucks. <laughs> right, right. And, um, 
starting with the basics, you, you've got definitely my idea and the right idea about how to um, boost people up on their journey because the way um, people are just eating the junk food, uh, the percentages of people who don't even cook their own right. meals ever. ever. So it's a real step up when they start li listening to someone who's just using some common sense right. and they feel, they feel pretty good. Yeah. But then there, there's more uh, fine tuning that they can do. And, and I think as a medical doctor and a naturopath, people do come to me who are really sick. Yeah. They are on dozens of medications and they just don't know where to turn. So it, it is important that they, they get some simple information from someone like me instead yeah. of more drugs or like one of my, um, my clients once, she said she was on 300 supplement Good pills a day grief. from her nutritionist. Yes, That's 300. Crazy. So we we turned allopathic medicine. I call it allopathetic medicine. <laughs> we turned allopathic medicine into green allopathic medicine because the these practitioners, naturopaths, and you know they hate me for saying this, but they just look at all the symptoms and match it up with pills right. instead of spending time like you guys are to tell people, look, just just you know, calm down. Just calm right, right down. Right. Well, <laughs> and, <laughs> so, Carolyn, one more one more thing I want to ask you before I want you to kind of tell everybody where to find you and where to where to get your supplements and all that. Do you think? I mean, there seems to be there's not doesn't seem to be there is an incredible increase in anxiety, depression, the suicide mm. rates, all that. Is there links between that epidemic and in the in the the mineral stuff that we've been talking oh, about? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got a chapter in my book, Magnesium Miracle on Anxiety. It is, it is so keyed into, you know, your muscle tension, your irritability, the, your adrenal glands, even your blood sugar balance, this whole anxiety business. But you know what's going on out there, guys, is the media is advertising panic and right. advertising suicide and advertising anxiety. So people think, oh my gosh buddy just killed himself maybe i should right so the media is killing us and uh, i you know a, a pill isn't going to change that right. we have to be aware that we have to turn off the media and just listen to i to podcasts right 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 exactly that's what <laughs> i actually said in the intro i said everybody needs to stop listening to this podcast and go listen to revisionist history by Malcolm Gladwell, because it's incredible. Oh, it's incredibly yeah. great. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> okay, so where where can we go get... I've, I've seen... Let's see. Um, I'm doing a little Google search here. DrCarolynDean.com. Is that a good place to send people? Yeah, that's one of them. I, I, my, um, my website guy probably would like people to go to MagMiracle.com. And in on that site, yeah, it's still up. Um, I give a free chapter of my Magnesium Miracle book, and that can start educating people because, right. just so they don't dive in um, to the unknown. Right. But right. yeah, there, there is drcaroldean.com. I mean, Wait a second. People... I'm seeing your picture here. So you graduated in 1979. So were you like four years old? <laughs> yeah, you? I know. It's pretty crazy, Mark. That? That, that, that's a pretty recent picture, Genius. and I'm 69 years old. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, well that's you. You don't look a day over fifty. I would yeah. say about that. Um, <laughs> Let's say forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah, fifty 49. is a bad. The five is a bad word in there. Well, so what about the magnesium supplement? Where can people get that? Uh, yeah, that they can follow my site. The the well, the, that website Mark is rnareset.com. That's my product site. And can I? I mean, we'll link to that in the show notes too. Yeah, there it is. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome when you can ha- get a therapeutic amount of a. Oh, did we lose her? Doctor Dean. Yeah, can I wait? I can hear you. Wait, Doctor Dean. I'm here. There she is, Carolyn. Yeah, so there what? it is, like the Remag uh, Mineral Solution. It's all here. Yeah, very cool. Um, definitely be interested in trying some of this. Uh, you got protein powder. Um, all sorts of stuff on here. So, yeah, we'll link to this and get everybody mm-hmm. going to your website. This is very cool stuff. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, and uh, I don't know if this uh, constitutes bribery, but uh, we'll send you a, yes. a couple of bottles if you like. Awesome. No, I will. <laughs> right. No, definitely. Oh, now. Rick's in on yeah. it now. Yeah, Rick just oh, woke up from his nap. Yeah. <laughs> free stuff. So, so free Carolyn, do you want me to send – let's see, I've been talking to Clara Brown uh, – is, do you want me oh, to email right, her? That's our, um, no, just uh, Skype what? me your address and I'll send oh, it yeah. to our warehouse. Perfect. I'll do that uh, right when we right when we hang up. But I'll, uh, very quickly, what is one thing you enjoy about life or something you do that makes life more enjoyable? Just looking out at the incredibleness of Maui. You have no idea what paradise looks like <sighs> until you get to Maui. Bragger! You're just make, trying to make us jealous. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You live yeah. in a desert. Yeah. yeah thanks. I'll just go back to my <laughs> snake den and get eaten by snakes while you're in the incredibleness of paradise. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, Karen, this has been great. I will uh, actually. I'll send you Rick's and my uh, yeah. mailing address mm-hmm. right now, and we're really looking forward to getting that stuff. And I will uh, also send. Uh, you guys a link when this show goes up probably uh won't be friday It'll probably be monday i'm gonna be out of town thursday friday saturday sunday but i'll probably get this up on monday the 25th oh that's fine that's good awesome appreciate that carol okay, this has been thanks, great guys bye rick bye right. Mark. we'll talk to you soon bye carol thanks okay you're welcome bye-bye I can't believe she's almost 70 she doesn't look, she doesn't what Shut up. It doesn't look almost 70. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm going to send her our addresses. So that's pretty great. Um, what else do we need to talk I'm about? Um, looking for the freebies. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear me say Rick just woke up from his nap? Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I have next to no knowledge about <laughs> anything related to magnesium. So I was like, well, <laughs> the only question I would ask is, yeah, what is uh, what is magnesium? Yeah, well, I, I tried to go. Yeah, I tried to go back to that to like, try to figure out. Uh, uh, what the what the deal oh, is there? At my periodic table here, and yeah. uh, hmm. <laughs> so let's see. Next week we've got Najina, Najina Abdullah. You should probably just not. And then uh, then it's um, July, and then there's no show on the second. We've got uh, Doctor Lewis on the ninth, Warren Cargill on the sixteenth. No show the twenty third or thirtieth because of some prior engagements. Doctor Ryan Nolan, Anthony Balduzzi. And then that's uh, the next. We're going to get. I, I want to get um, Jason Sy back on the show. I want to get. Uh, you know, we yeah, we haven't done one of just like us. That was kind of the plan. Like we're just going to be us, and then every now and then we'll sprinkle in a guest. And it's been 
Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to say. So, okay, the friend of Dylan. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So you know, uh, we've got that on the schedule. Did you see the last text? Can you do Thursday instead of Wednesday? Uh, of this week? Uh, no, next week. Could you do Thursday? Uh, he wrote back probably. and said something about uh, he could Which do I, about a work thing, and I was like, yeah. I'll let Mark figure that. Okay. Out. Okay. Um, let's see. Morning song drive. I'm getting everyone your address. Or, yeah, or that's a good idea. Texas seven six two four four. <laughs> and then um, we're gonna like One. you don't know anything about this story. Um, yeah, and I'm so excited to have this story, and we're we're just gonna make this like a special release. Um, like it's not gonna be like one. It's just I'm gonna release it on like a Thursday or whatever it is. It's just gonna be like a ten or fifteen minute episode. Um, so anyway, so it's gonna be great. So I think Rick, the simply tip of the week is when you see a snake, run the hell away. Yeah. The simply <laughs> human tip of the week is don't live somewhere where snakes are trying to get into your house and eat your family. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Uh, so I guess you said I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of like legitimate fears in life, but poisonous snakes definitely one yeah. of them. Oh man. Okay. Well, Rick, this has been fun, and this has been another edition. Yeah. That'll do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, talk about uh, your... I'm sorry, I mean, my, snake. What? So until next time, enjoy yourself.